BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to be my friend. I mean, I don't even care. Well, I mean, Dan, it's good to be it's good to be honest with everybody. What does this person know? It's an honesty thing. No. I mean, they, I bet you they didn't even hear the theme song. That's probably. Did you hate podcasts? They talk over the theme song. Yeah. Because they think they're being edited out. Yep. They don't and even then know they when find they out they're not, and they go, "Oh, that's cool too." Leave it in. Uh, anyways, let's have fun, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Pet Pals. <laughs> Could you imagine that's such an that obvious energy change for a of voice? Year? Or an hour, or your your career? Yeah, for your career. I know. <laughs> That's why no. so many morning radio DJs like Ben Roy do a ton of cocaine <laughs> to like get the show going. They have to. We're live. We're live down here at Playa del Carmen <laughs> for the annual Ho Ho Ho's holiday trip. I hope you guys have been listening to that uh, because uh, the rat race because it is. It's the fucking best. Is that what it is? 979, the rat race. Ben Roy. Just look up Ben Roy. Have you seen he's, their merch? He's advertising it. No. What is the merch? It's great t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> like old radio looking like promo t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> the rat race. Do you want, should we tell everybody what we were talking about? Folks, I, I honestly think this is a lie. I think it's a hoax. But Dan, go ahead. Uh, every once in a while, I like to pull up reviews and just give some people some love. Who hold love on, us. hold on. You're telling our listening audience that every now and then you like to pull up some reviews when literally that's how we start every episode. Every, uh, every everyone just now just went, yeah, Dan, we know. First of all, <laughs> yeah, we know you like. To when's pull up the reviews. last time you think we did this? Uh, honestly, I feel like whenever we sit in this studio and start talking, Mm-mm. that we are just living a Groundhog Day. And if you're like, hey, here's the days, I couldn't tell you oh, first how many all. reviews you've read. Rory. I couldn't tell you any I, of that. There is. I don't know what today is. I don't know what episode this is. Do you remember? I don't know where I am. Where I am. Do you remember? I don't even remember. Let's see if we can remember together because I don't think you do either. We had something recently that was like 3, 3P, 2P. 
You don't remember this at all, do you? No. <laughs> this is a huge bit we did on the show. This is my favorite thing about the show. It was that it lives establishing in this, it's things a real and conversation. Like, I don't know. It's a real conversation. This is why uh, Adam and Emily. This is why they are critical. Three P, two P. Because it was they, like, Adam will comment and go, "Well, this is what I have it in my notes." Remember, it was like the path to pen pal. Oh yeah, See, it's starting to come. But what was it? Pat the Pen Pal Palpatentrion? Something like that? I don't know, dude. See? <laughs> Patreon, Path the Pen Pal, right. Path the Pen I don't know. It might even not have anything to do with the, the Patreon. But what a great way to bring that up. And Daniel and I have started a Patreon, <laughs> and the point of it is to added content. Oh, and it's a lot of fun stuff. You know how many people right now are going, where are my two fucking December bonus episodes? Oh, end of the year, baby. Uh, well, maybe you'll get them both at... 11 p.m. on the 31st. Right. Happy fucking New Year. Because we, we, fu- we don't, we are rebels. <laughs> Two idiots. No, but seriously, anyone who's a Patreon fan, uh, they're right around the corner. So get ready. Yep. It's going to be so exciting. We're trying to, trying to give you something for the holidays specifically. People who are around family and you just can't do any more eggnog. You're just you're filled up, <laughs> and you go. I got to escape to the other to the other room. Yeah, well, that's why we're giving you two locked and loaded bonus episodes late in the game, so you got something to do when you're twiddling your thumbs in the other room, escaping your family. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is all thought out. So Anyone who doesn't, it probably doesn't come across that way. But just so you know, this show is very planned. It's very orchestrated. You think I don't know the triple P, 2P thing he was just talking about? Obviously, I know it. We're not going to say what it is so that you guys can have fun. Right. That's for you. That's for you. We Dan mailed and I that know. out. We you, mailed that out. You think we fucking need Adam telling us yes. the compendium of hashtags? We have never written one down. We remember all, all of, of them. them. Every one of them. How many do you think you could remember? T- name a number. Name a number from 1 to, to 71. 70, 70. No, no. Go lower. Six. Six, that's when we talked about the breakup. Perfect. Just broad statements. <laughs> so I grab these reviews and I read them. And I mentioned one where he said, read it. I'm not giving this person credit. One star. This is what they wrote. Don't know how people listen to these two cackling idiots. <laughs> I'm already cackling. I know. I can, should I answer the person and be like. Wait, is that all they On wrote? their phones. Is that all they wrote? Yep. I would say on their phones. That's here's, how they listen to us. Here's the thing. When did we say we weren't idiots? But let's make this clear. At no point did we say we were not idiots. Right. We've I'm actually a, made it very clear many times we are yes. ignorant to whatever we're yes. talking about. But I just, I know that that person who wrote the one-star review, obviously they'll never hear this. But How I, did they hear it in the first place? I don't know. But I want to put, someone was growing the show in. Growing the showings. Mm. <laughs> but the showings, it yep. becomes an ad for showings. And that was some bad soil. But all I want to say is this. Everybody who is hearing this, just remember that, like, this person leaving a comment, fine, whatever. Fine. They had the time. They have mm. a lot of time. Right. But for them to be confused as to how anyone enjoys this, never let yourself be that person. When right. someone says... I cannot stop listening to dot, 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 whatever band. Love dot, dot, dot. Love dot, dot. Love this movie. Love yeah. it. Yes, we all have fun. We all have fun making fun of what people like or don't like. And a lot of times it's in jest. Sure. 
but never be the person who goes, I don't understand how. And I'm guilty of it, too. I guarantee you somebody could go back, Adam, and listen to episodes where you go, <laughs> well, Rory, we you need said, Rory, you said this thing. Right. I slip up all the time. Sure. But to be like, I don't understand how. Like when someone at my show goes, I don't think you're funny. I'm like, yeah, because you don't like this. Right. But when they go, I don't understand why anyone's laughing. You truly can't see why why some people do like it. You can't see that it is funny and just not for you. Maturity and open mind and open mindedness and in, an enlightened sort of state of mind is going. Yeah, it's not for me. Just say it's not That's for you. It. Just say it's not That's for you. It. I don't mind the review. I, honestly, if that person left a one star review and they go, "Not for me," I go. I can't believe you left that review and you took the time, but I there, I have no hatred towards you. I don't get oh, I, I don't get care. it. You know how many things people love that currently make billions of dollars and they're just not for me? Me. They make billions of dollars. Like me. <laughs> yes. And I'm not for you. I you know what I do respect about you? You've never gone on here and just raved about how rich you are. Why would I? Because you yes, exactly. What more do you gain? Look at my pants. It's obvious. Solid gold. They're Dan has heavy. to stand. Dan is standing because obviously that gold isn't going to bend to his knee. <laughs> I want to read one from somebody gold who, does, suit. who, does, who it's deserves It's so it. hard for you to go to the bathroom. I, it takes forever. It's like wearing a romper. Okay. <laughs> a golden romper. Mm-hmm. Would you ever wear a romper? Of course I would. I'm going to wear a romper. I live on the I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to wear a romper this summer. Okay. This coming summer. I'm going to wear a romper. It Like in public. You know, there could be an event uh, coming up potentially- uh, in 2020, where maybe in front of our live audience, we wear we both wear rompers. <laughs> maybe in the summertime. Look, Texas is coming together, but that's already Texas. I know we got to get Texas. Do you? We have to get Texas again. Maybe there's a maybe. I don't want to interrupt you here with an announcement. I don't care. Wait, this is our show. Maybe there's a romp in Chicago. <laughs> that's maybe April. we affi- We're not wearing I, rompers in April in Chicago. It'll still be snowing show. for our live show. It'll we'll still be, be indoors. S- it won't be snowing indoors. No. Go in the green room. We put have, on our romper. Dude, do the show in our romper. We've got Grant Park. <laughs> that's what we've booked at the amphitheater. <laughs> We're so dumb. But also, also, you want it in April? You guys can have it. You guys want to do this amphitheater? It holds 20,000 people. And it's going to be April outside. <laughs> You've sold 72 tickets. <laughs> really? 70, it should be 71. We're, 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 we're pumped. <laughs> should, we start, yeah. should we start capping all our live shows at 71 well, tickets? Now, yes. 71 only. People are like, you guys can make more money. Like, we want to make mm-hmm. 71 persons worth of money. Right. Um, Dan and I yes. want to officially announce to the bride and groom to be. We should tell them the husband and wife. They're finding to be. out the same time the rest of you're you finding. Are. They are finding out the people who are said they would buy our flights and give us our hotel rooms. Right. We are officially announcing right now that we will be attending your wedding in Chicago we are in, in April. April. It's on, on a Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. We're going to be doing stand-up stand or, or the podcast. Yep. And then Sunday we're doing stand-up or the podcast. Or we might do them both on Saturday and make it a miniature festival. Maybe there's a special price you can pay to get tickets to both things. Yeah. We're going to sort that part out. And the venue, we're going to sort that out. Wouldn't it? We might even but have officially, merch Dan and I are going to attend a wedding. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chance at that live pin pals we're going to be wearing rompers. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, I can guarantee you 50% of pin pals is going to be wearing a romper. How do you know I'm going <laughs> to? You're going to make me? You're going to make me do it? Yeah. You jerk. If we could, if we could 
Dan and I would both wear our ALF outfits. <laughs> oh, you are not lying. Okay, so, and if you're that bride and groom and you're like, shit, I forgot we shit, said that I letter. Thought, I forgot we said that. We're already over let budget. Us know We're already right. over budget for the wedding. Yeah, let us know. Well, right away. Yeah, there's plenty of rip cords to be pulled. You have yeah, a lot of time. and we would get it. We've bitten off more than we can chew. Look yeah. at this show. Look at this show. Some Look people, at this show. Some people would say, like, oh, very manageable. Great idea for a show. We're Not like, at yeah, all. It takes a lot of effort for Not us. Not at all. Yeah. Because we write all of these letters and to pretend a- as other characters. Mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. Wow, a lot of these are very compelling. You should write a script. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to write fake letters for a real podcast. Despite what our reps keep telling us to focus on. Yes. I I honestly don't know how anyone listens to these idiots. (laughs) Cackle. (laughs) I want to read a good one. I want to agree to do it, and then we'll do our thing. Hashtag solid cackle. Kent from Kenfin. It's more than a podcast. It is that, but it's definitely much more. It's a community. It's in hashtag RRGT. It's informative. It's thought-provoking, and of course, it has the potential to make you laugh to a face hurts and the sides... Uh, on the sides, and sometimes in the back, weirdly. Does it happen to you guys? Anyway, it's awesome, and I look forward to it every Wednesday, and I can't wait to enjoy a live one again soon with the pen pals, Heart Hands. Uh, the title was You Need This in Your Life, and obviously we got five stars. Quick Thank question. you, Finn. Quick question to you. When someone that. leaves a review, can you reply to the review? I don't think so. Can you hit them up? No, you can't. I would love it if Literally. Emily could find that one-star review person and send them her map to what you need to know for the show. Maybe they listen to the wrong episode. Yeah. Maybe they're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. They should. Someone should send on the map and go, hey, if you're willing to listen to these five episodes, we would love to know what you think after these five. Like, you might still hate it. Right. But if you listen but to those five, you maybe, know for sure. maybe you listen to those five and you go, ah, you know what? I, I, I tuned into the wrong thing that did, just didn't get me. That'd but you were nice. like- It'd be good to know. Yeah. Because if after they listen to the five and they we were like, did you all listen to all five? And they said, I did. It's just, I just, I don't get it. You cackling. go, all right. All I just had to know. I had to know. Right. I agree with you. Uh, okay. So yeah. What did we say? Galveston's coming together. Chicago. Yeah, April Kobe. 17th, 18th, 19th. Maybe Jack Phillips will come be a guest on the show. Jackie P. And... That's that's, a, that's all we got for fun announcements right now. Should we? Other than the biggest announcement of all, let's go to the ladders! Yes! Here we are at the ladders! I know, I like it over here. It's warm. Mm-hmm. This hot tub is going to get a lot of the letters wet, though, just to be clear. And and the emails are, Once we're, we put our water computers in it. are going to be ruined. Yeah. Well, there's no water in it yet, but when we get it. Have you ever been in an empty pool? I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I always wanted to with a skateboard, but that's just not me. What do you got, Roar? This is not me. Uh, I got a letter here that uh, I've been told, uh, not that I've been told, but... I can use the person's name. Okay. Uh, I had a show a couple weeks ago. There's a really great show in Los Angeles. A lot of people probably know about it. It's on Monday nights. You know about it. Uh, Hot Hot Tub. tub. Hot Tub with Kirk and Kristen at uh, uh, the Virgil Mm -hmm. in uh, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was performing on it as well as comedian Morgan Jay. If you don't know who he is, uh, you can do so many things to quickly find out within milliseconds. Yep. Um, So I would suggest looking him up. He's super funny. Um, but he listens to the show, and he gave me a letter to read, and I found it to be really great. So let's go. Okay. Dear Rory and Daniel Van Kirk. Well, that's because he was handing it to you. But keep going. Okay. I read a book called The First 15 Lives of Harry August, 
which I thought was incredibly interesting. It's basically the movie Groundhog Day, but instead of living the same day over and over again, the main character Harry lives the same life, and、mm. each life his actions impact the timeline. Of that reality, and there's some jazz about saving the world. Don't want to give too much away. Anyway, the book sparked a question in me, and one I would pose to you too. What do you think is the best time in a person's life? Let's say you could live your life over and over again. What stage of it would you look forward to the most? Parentheses, knowing what you know so far. Early childhood, teenage years, middle age, twilight years. Would you even break it down like that, or would you break it down by like high school, fatherhood, peak of your career? There's just so many special moments: first kiss, first love, first child, etc. I'm currently 32 and making a living as a comedian, and I'm incredibly grateful for my life right now. But wonder if this is the best it will get. Will it get better, worse? I think the best time in one's life is based upon a person's attitude, which should be gratitude. Lame, I know, but it just makes it.、Uh, it just makes it's. It just makes dash. It's just good to reflect. I don't know what that means. Okay, Morgan, what the fuck? I I read your hey, letter. Whoa, whoa, Rory, Morgan, Rory, I read your letter. Rory, sorry, I'm sorry. Get it out. I just you stop halfway. You're like, you know what? This letter isn't for me. <laughs> you know what, Dan? Did you find a letter? <laughs> The first time a letter's been cut off in the mail, and everyone's so unfulfilled. They're like, "Wait, there! I need whoa, closure whoa. to this." Right. <laughs> um, it's just good to reflect. Look forward to being on a show with y'all sometime. Hashtag Jared left Dan, and he did. <laughs> hashtag eighty twenty, my favorite hashtag. Your pen pal, Morgan J. Um, nice.、Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I think. I think there's a lot here. I wa- I'm wondering how to even start this because this is one of those. Well, when do you think thought- is the best time in your life? It's 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 so great. I mean, there's so many. Do you have an idea of the best time in your life that you haven't yet achieved? Like a f- a future hope? Yeah, for best that time you're in like, life. That will be when it is all good. I don't know. I think I used to think that. I used to think career wise. Uh, these fantasies of what you want to accomplish in your career,、mm-hmm. and then I—excuse I, me—I think at some point in your career you start to go, "Oh, I—I'm in the career," whether it's something grand, right,、uh, or something small. You realize it is exactly what it is, and you start to realize you get out of it exactly how much you put into it. Do you, Do you know Curtis Rainsbury? No, he's he was on the midnight show, that late night show that used to be at UCB once a month. Oh yeah, okay, okay. yes, yeah, 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 great yeah, yeah. dude. Yes, yeah, yeah.、Uh, really meant a lot to me early when I started out. We haven't hung out in a long time, but I, I love Curtis. And he said to me once, he was like, "You need to, th- you need to think of." And this was years ago, like when I was making my money as a door guy at a bar. But he was like, "You need to think of your、uh, your career as a forest." And he's like, "What happens is, is you ca- it's foggy. It's a foggy forest, and you can't." You can kind of see a tree, and so you walk up to that tree, and then you can kind of see another tree. So you walk up to that tree, and you keep getting there, and then eventually you feel like, well, I don't think I've really gotten anywhere. But because all you can see is the next tree, but if you tried to look back, you'd realize you can't. You're so deep in this forest, you can't see any of the other trees. I think、but、that's a great image have, right there. We have this like perspective where we're like, well,、mm. I need to get to this next thing, but man, I'm not where I want to be, and we forget to realize that if you turned around. You wouldn't even be able to see where you started. Yeah, and so I, to me, he was like, "You're kind. Where you're at is just don't worry about 
or how far you got to keep going and give yourself credit for how far you've actually come. Yes. Because it does feel very like, you know, you and I are at different places in our careers. And I know that you have certain frustrations where you're ever like, man, I want to get to that next thing, whatever that sure. is. And that's your sure. personal, you could shed if you want. But the funny thing is, is I have the exact same thing, but I am technically and we've talked about this personally there's no line yeah but like technically i still have things to achieve and do that you've already done sure but it's but the level of like man i just want to get to that even if i was already checked off what you've checked off i'd still be in the same place yeah because i'd be like yeah but am i get i'm not getting offered things yet like it's not like right it it just keeps going so i think what you're saying is like you had these ideas of careers but then yeah aren't you kind of always in the same place, it just moves underneath you. Well, this this gives me you, that 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 uh picture right there gives me gives me a little bit of a map of how we could answer this question. Okay, let's 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 put it into these segments of uh, uh, career. So we'll start with career since that's yeah. what we're talking about. I would say that it's it's hard to say what the best times of the career are because I tell so many people that are very new. That's to stand up. And I say really enjoy that first three years because that first three years is when you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's supposed to be, even though it can be anything. Mm-hmm. You also don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't know what your voice is. You don't know your perspective. And while those things are satisfying to discover, the road to trying to discover them and really experimenting and really failing and really succeeding and really um, hanging out with other comedians who also don't know what this thing is. And even though you're all adults, it's still sort of an infancy of of your career is truly so much fun because you're just like, well, how do I make it? And you don't even know what making it is. And you just go, I mean, in D.C., I think back to those first three years all the time, and there was no agents or reps or anybody. It's D.C. Nobody's coming to those shows to see what's going on and going down to the improv on, you know, a Wednesday or a Thursday or any time during the weekend to go go see the headliner that was coming through town. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I saw Daniel Tosh perform at the D.C. improv with, you know— other friends just at the back of the room going, well, I can't fucking do that. What are we doing? I, after I saw him, I almost thought, well, I can't do, I can't do this, but you don't know that you're not trying to do what he's doing. You don't know that yet. You don't understand the level of inspiration you constantly get when you see someone doing what they're doing. Um, I, all those things. I, I, so when someone says, well, what's the best part of your career? Like, I don't know. I just got to shoot a TV show in Atlanta with, uh, you know, people that I love working with, close friends. My my wife and daughter were there uh, with us. It was mm-hmm. in a city that I truly love. Like, I couldn't say, well, was that the best part, or was the first three years the best part? It's. I don't think. I don't think the description is the best part. And I think Morgan J answers it a little bit here. Is that it is attitude and it is gratitude. I think. I think the more I get into my career, the more I start to realize to quit, like you're saying, to quit looking for that next tree mm-hmm. and be so grateful that you found the one that you're at. You're at. Right. And it's not to go, I'm going to plant here. I'm going to set up my fucking camp and this is where I'm going to be for my life. But 
I think I have started to realize, like, well, I can camp here for a few nights yeah. at this tree yeah. and enjoy this tree in this area before I care so much about getting to the next one. Um, a little bit of that is laziness, I would say. Mm-hmm. But then there's a little part of me that's like, you finally break down. I, I think the idea of making it in your career is just so broad. I, I think it's like, well, get on a TV show or, and play play big theaters with my stand-up career and be in movies. Yeah. And then you start to realize, well, what does that mean to you and what would you like that to look like? And And whether that's a realistic target or not, I mean, I think unrealistic targets are the best targets to, to have. Mm-hmm. Realistic ones, you're probably already there. Right. But like for me personally, if someone – if I was like, well, I want to be in an action movie. It's like, well, do you know? Let's say when I'm starting stand up, and someone goes, "Well, do you really want to be in an action movie?" <laughs> now, like where I'm at now, I'm like, you know, I think I still would, but I think I can see what I would want that to be like, and I think I also realize that if I, if there's any chance of that ever truly happening, I have to create that opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I think ultimately it comes back to gratitude. I think I'm just grateful that any goal that I say for what I want in my career, I'm grateful for the fact that it's, it's not absurd. Right. You know, the, you may never hit it, but it's not absurd. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but at least pertaining to career specifically. Yeah. And I think that can go for anything. Like there's people in like, man, that time when I was in nursing school and we would all bust our ass like every day and then we'd go out of the, and we'd have like shitty pizza because none of us had any money. And it was like two years of just fucking grinding and being with people who are in the same shit you were in and being together and hanging out like you'd look back and be like yeah i love that i kind of run my own nursing business now and things are good yeah but that time with those people was a fucking blast yeah yeah i was at the secret group of like last year uh the place in houston and i was talking to some of the people who worked there and uh, there's a great guy named uh zaid he did the yeah yeah, yeah yeah and um and I, I told them, and they were they were just being like this fucking whatever. They were just kind of like they were just you know riffing around about what they were annoyed about. And I go, guys, this time right now, when you guys are at this club every day doing comedy together every night and hanging out and just fucking like hustling it to like together. get through to like keep doing this. I know there's times it feels like fuck. I wish I had a better gig or whatever. Like I get all that stuff, but you're going to look back on this window of time when everybody was here and people hadn't dropped off yet or moved away or whatever and you're going to be like that was fucking the best. Now, yeah. or when it closes down because Andrew's not good at his job. hundred <laughs> percent. Just a weird. That'll be the best. Just too. weirdly throw so much shade at young blood for no reason. No reason. <laughs> or when that venue closes because Andrew's a jerk. Right. Like Did what? He's mean Why to me? You? Yeah, because he's mean every to time me, I see him. Because he's mean. To he me. might like you, Dan, but I have issues with Andrew. <laughs> He's that cackling idiot. Hashtag issues with Andrew Youngblood. <laughs> Whoa. There's going to be an episode where we just break down every conversation Dan's had with Andrew that is involves opinions about music mm-hmm. or just art in general, sure. any form of art. But, um, but yeah, but those are the times. Now, but personally, here I have a, this is in my own mind. Yeah, I'm thinking keep going. Of, I'm, keep digging. I love it. I'm thinking of you, right? That's why I love this letter. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? 
Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. What is, as a father and husband, what is, what is the best time, right? Is it? When your daughter is three or four years old and she's becoming her own person and you've got this friend and you and 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 she is you're one of the people that by lack of options that she trusts more than anyone in the world, right? Or Rory, by lack of options. Right. Or, she shouldn't trust me. <laughs> or Rory, do you think of an idea of like you're in your sixties, your daughter's thirty-five. She's one of your closest friends. Yeah. You get to go on vacations together to Hawaii. You're just like drinking wine on a sunset, looking at this adult who loves you and you love them and yeah. your and and every and things are fine, but we're not focused on career, but everything is fine. Yeah. And you're like, this is the fucking best. Yeah, yeah. I've made this person and now she's one of my closest friends and we go on fucking trips together. Yeah. And you think about like, is that the best time? Or would you be like, no, that three and four year old. That- so, so this is, and this is why I keep thinking Morgan's answered all this on his own already, but it answered in a way where it's opened all of our minds. Um, I, I played golf with, uh, my wife's dad and his friend. And at one point he, his friend had asked how old my daughter was. And I told him, and, uh, he goes, you know, a lot of people always ask me, what was your, cause he has older kids sure. and he goes, a lot of people always ask me, what's the, what was the time I liked the most? And he was like, I really enjoyed all of it because it was always different. Sure. It was always a different experience. Mm-hmm. And what I'm currently going through as a father with my daughter being, you know, in the blink of an eye, snap of a finger, four and a half years old, which is insane to me. Yeah. You realize you you that time is going to continue to just absolutely fly, fly. by, yeah. especially because uh, an element of that is because our careers is looking forward 
And oh. it's it's a disease that I, I wish you could cure. Look at the start exactly. of Exactly. We're already talking about April. In the midst, the average person, I don't mean that disparagingly, is like, oh, it's okay, what do I need to do right now in December? Yes. We mentally, I'm already in March. I know. <laughs> and, <laughs> I know. and obviously April. And yeah. we've had conversations about August. You yeah. and I. Yes. It goes so fast. In yeah. a, and I'm sure there's other professions that are like but this too, but I don't know those. To. You also Because you it's a to. live performance thing that involves writing and planning and preparing and making a thing. And a lot of careers can relate to this for sure. Yeah. But our career isn't designed to truly sit in the moment. I mean, there's times I've, I've, when I, when I went to the premiere for, I feel pretty, mm-hmm. uh, the, something I hadn't done on that level sure. ever. And was sitting in that theater and like walked the red carpet and did the whole thing that people do for movies that I've seen right. on computer screens and on television my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still, even though while I was trying to really soak that in and enjoy that moment, I'm still already thinking about, well, have I booked a room for like, how do I yeah. ride this wave of this thing? And you're just like, you it's it, you have to remind yourself to take yourself out of that moment or out of that, that mind frame and be in the moment. And it, the same is true uh, with a kid. Time flies because of how I treat my career and I try to balance these two worlds where I want this one thing to slow down and this other one I have to keep looking forward ahead and this one I want to live in the now and it's 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 very difficult so I'm trying to train myself now to really enjoy the moment I mean I'll look at videos on my phone of my daughter and I I could cry I could cry instantly because videos on my phone of me at that red carpet yeah and And then I remember oh my kid and yeah. she wasn't there. No, but you're saying you look at old videos of her and you're like, man, that's already I could, gone. I could cry instantly and you go, oh, her voice, uh, the how she was, her personality, her brain and like who it was like that person isn't coming back. But then also the other way to perceive that is like, well, that person is always there. And you kind of look at it because I, I know what you mean. I often fantasize like, well, what will the future be like when I'm older and she's older? And, and you you hope to God that the world is still here and society is still standing. <laughs> that's, a whole other. that's a whole other thing. And you live in fear of <laughs> what your is child's the best future. time in and, Earth's life? Yeah, you, lo- you Earth live in fear like, of Right it. before you guys showed yeah. up, things were great yeah. here. And you think about your kid's future and them having the opportunities to to experience things a certain way and uh, you realize everyone's life is just gonna to to be their life, but ultimately, I try to just hold on to right now and try to be in the now as much as I can to try to slow time down, to be more uh, aware, to be more like, oh, we're doing this thing and I'm interacting with her. I I think we've already talked about me getting rid of my smartphone, but come well, January, yeah, come January, I'm gonna get a landline, I'm gonna get a flip phone, and I'm gonna. I'm going to legit, I, I'm going to get away from the thing that has sucked up so much time that it makes me feel like I'm hitting the fast forward button on everything mm-hmm. in my life. I want to get rid of the convenience of it because mm-hmm. I think the irritation of things not only leads to material, uh, but the irritation of things also means things take a little bit longer and you sit in it a little bit longer and you're a part of it a little bit uh, And you're going to tell people to understand you you won't get that email till tonight. Yes. Yes, exactly. No, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. Right. Yes, exactly. I do. I, that is how I want it to be uh, for me personally. But ultimately, with my daughter, I, I look at it and I just go, "I'm grateful that I've got it at all," as opposed to being so angry and sad that the past is moving. I'd rather try to figure out how to train my mind to not, because everything is perception. I'd rather train my mind to not perceive those moments as as being 
uh, in the past. And I'd like to to go, well, the fact that I have those moments to reflect on, that's the the fuel towards a fulfilling life is mm-hmm. to have moments that you can look back on and not look so far forward, but really try to look, be in the now uh, with her. And like with my wife, I mean, there's times I've looked back and been like, we were two different people. We were a different relationship before our daughter was born. Right. Naturally. Yeah. And having a child, I think, is tough on a relationship. You have, and I don't mean this to sound disparaging at all, but you have added a third wheel. You add, you have added this other person. And uh, for me personally, that other person takes a lot of our attention, specifically early on my wife's attention. You know, I was still focused on uh, my career and it wasn't by choice. I, I had to do that. But at the same time, you feel guilty that you're excited to focus on your career when here's this person you brought right. into the world and you start going, well, what are the important things in in life? My daughter is, and I know I'm ranting and going off here, but this is why I like this letter it's so much to get all this out. Um, having my daughter has made me refocus well, what are the things that I actually care about my career? Do ultimately, ultimately, I want to continue to make money because it's a necessity. Sure. And that's my contribution uh, to the family in a way to go, well, we need this. So I, I know how to get that. So I should do what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that. Um, uh, but also it's made me realize, well, step back and go, well, what in my career do I think is important? And I, I've now refocused on what I think is artistically fulfilling as opposed to the original goal of, well, I want everyone to know me and think it's good. I, I've matured out of that. Um, yeah, I'd love to sell a lot of tickets, but I've also come to realize I really like playing small rooms that are filled up. Yeah. I really like it. I like it a lot. I like what artistically I get out of that. And it's broadened my mind as a performer, to realize we're not all on the the same paths. And I know that we have talked about this, but what does define success in our careers? And and this kind of pertains to Morgan's question. Well, I bet of, our answers are wildly different. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what's and but wildly different, but not not right or wrong. No. And that's what I love about you know, Morgan also brings up in this, he's saying the best time in his career he he thinks right now is great, and he wonders if this is as great as it will be. And I think the fact that it was great at all is a big deal. But also, what do you think is a matter – like, what makes it great to you, Morgan? Like, right, right now, why is it great? And do you think that will go away? If there's some people who go, yeah, but I never played Madison Square Garden. If that matters to you, if you that's care? a part of your – if. Not at all. But there's a part of me that might have thought it'd be great out if it came about. Great, let's do it. But there is also fine. There is care. also this maturity that happens in our careers, and not for everybody. And I, I'm going through it all the time, and deal with it all the time. But we all deal with jealousy. We see people that are our friends succeeding mm-hmm. uh, wildly, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh, I want that." But then you go, "Wait, wait, wait. Do I want that? Wait, how can I get that? Wait, if I really want it." How can I allow this this jealousy to inspire me? I heard Pat Oswalt say that on comedy and everything else uh, forever ago. Um, and I, how can I, jealousy inspire me? He, well, he used he was like he said jealousy was like a map. You should look at jealousy. He was talking about how jealousy, you know, the right form of it can be healthy. Yeah. When you see someone getting something you want, not not wanting them to not have it, get get rid of that. Be so happy that they have it, but then go. Well, what did they do, and how can I learn from what they did? 
If I really want to experience what they're experiencing, what will it take? Can I get there to do it? And I think that's a healthier version of – when you can steer your jealousy towards motivation and and get rid of you wanting something so someone can't have it, mm-hmm. um, which is wildly awful in every aspect of life. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I – I, when someone says, well, Jerry Seinfeld has all this. He's the greatest comedian there is. And he's obviously great and he's yeah. obviously wildly successful. But, you know, as a person who – if you said I have front row tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld or you have front row tickets to go see Nate Bergazzi, I'm I'm who? probably going to go see Nate Bergazzi. Well, yeah. And if someone goes, yeah, but Jerry Seinfeld's better. Look what he has. It's like, well, it's all this definition of what you think is great. There's plenty of – you know, it wasn't like Bill Hicks had – wild success in the United States. But there are some people who would argue he was the greatest comedian of all time. There were other people who would argue, well, no, he's not. And they would go, look, hardly anybody came to the show. Or they just say, hey, look, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> One star review, not for me. But to me, that's that's uh, I, I think that's a big factor in defining why you like where you're at right now. And if someone goes, well, I don't like my career right now because I'm not in movies. It's like, well, then that maybe you're motivated by the wrong things. Because maybe your career right now is great. You and I both agreed the first three years of your career might be some of the best times ever. And that's when there's no money. That's when there's no attention. That's when there's no fame. That's when there's not one audience member. That's when there's more than likely no shows that everyone laughed at every joke. I think we talked about it here. Remember how good shitty food tastes when you have no money? Yeah. Like how when you could go to when you could go into. What isn't shitty? It's just you food. go into a Bojangles. You see it differently. But you go into a Bojangles and you've uh, got like $28. If you're about to say Bojangles is shitty food. No, like, but what you, are you talking about? I know, but I'm saying. I could be the richest man like in the world. Food. All I would do is buy a Bojangles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like fast food or whatever. But you go in and you got $28 in your bank account, but you're going to, or maybe maybe it's a big day. You got 112 in your bank account and you're like, I'm going to get whatever I want here at this Bojangles. And that's the best fucking food because yeah. you're just, you're just, it's about. Where you're at and what you value and and what you're perception. striving for. Yeah. It's all perception. So let me ask you directly, and obviously if you can tell a uh, constant listener, we're, this is probably going to be the only letter we do this episode. Because it's a good one. What do Can you answer what has been the best time in your life? Or are you going to say everything you just said is to say right now? There are times I think about a lot. And I think there's also times that we miss because nostalgically, we make those times better in our memory than they soccer? were. No, but that's a that's a part of it. D- there are things that I miss. I can't say that's like the best time. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that we ever have and... a truly best time because, like you just said, when you don't have a lot of money, you're ha- you're you still are like having the best time, and, and not that that money changes that, but. You might at that time go, well, when I have a million dollars, I'm going to live like this. And you might go, well, this isn't as fun as that was. But or you, you might go, this is way better than that was. Don't you look at friendships that you've had with people like comics, and, and, and I think about this, where it's like careers got better, houses got lived in, marriages got made, kids were born. And so you look back and be like, oh, that was the time when we got to just fuck around and hang out and do everything together. And now those times are gone because our lives, quote unquote, got better. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but that time was great. And yeah. I can't do that again because we've all gotten 
more i'm not saying you've achieved it but more we've attained more success which yeah. is more responsibility which is more other things I, so it's like those times all, there are people who be like that time is the best I but, mean, there were times, like, you know, my, my mother I mean, passed away. I stand by me, so it's like... Exactly. <laughs> all looking at the best My time. mother passed away when I was very young. And so my childhood, early on, uh, my house was my dad, his sister, me, and my sister. Mm-hmm. It was the four of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that was a... that That's a very I thought the same weird thing. thing in my mind to look back and reflect on. But I can look back, and I have a memory of some images in my mind and some things in my mind of what we we did when we were when we were younger and what that was like living like that and how it was you know i'm sure for everyone wildly depressing here you are looking at this family two kids that are seemingly unaware of what they don't have and who they've lost because they're too young to understand it or perceive it Their, your reality is just what you're you're given and what you're perceiving and what people are telling you. Um, and I, I don't look back on that and I don't see it as depressing. I mean, there were really fun times with the four of us uh, hanging out that I, I remember. But the reality also is though you, you, you become grateful that you had that memory because the four of us aren't the same people anymore. Right. But it doesn't mean... It doesn't mean anything negative. It just means that the four of us aren't the same who we were. So the cohesiveness of the four of us isn't the same. And also the the necessity of the four of us having to be together isn't uh, the same. And, and the same way comics in that first three years, how you move on and go, well, the, 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 all of you change because stand up and art and live performance and and just that part of your brain is going to change you no matter what. Time is going to change you. And the necessity of being together won't be the same anymore. There's going to be comics that hang out the secret group. And they're hanging out there because they want to hang out there. They're hanging out there because they need to hang out there. And then there's going to come a time where they go, well, why don't I want to go down to the club tonight? Why don't I need to go down to the club mm-hmm. tonight? You're changing. You're growing. It's not negative. It's right. not because any anything bad happens. Some, maybe some people. I don't know. Yeah. But it, but it more than likely, you just grow and you change. And maybe there's another secret group in your life that you don't know about yet that's going to that's gonna become yeah. your place. You know what I mean? I mean, I have great friendships growing up that I think about all the time, but I don't sit here and wish that I still had those when I have this friendship with you. You and I haven't been friends our whole lives, Mm -mm. but here we are. We're now friends and we're doing this. And I think we're maturing and, and, and you, you grow into this mature person that realizes, oh, it's important to really pour water on this plant called Dan and I's friendship because we both know this will end. It's just natural. There's a chance this relationship could go till we both die. There is that sure. chance. But we also live in this reality where you go, there's no way to predict that. There's no way to predict when suddenly you move. There's right. no way to predict when I suddenly move. There's no way to predict when something changes us where we just don't do this job anymore. There's no way to predict when this podcast isn't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. If, if we're as meaningful as it is to us and how much we love doing it and how much people, you know, outside of one star review <laughs> Billy over here, but how many people, you know, really like it and like hearing these shows and stuff, you just realize, well, these things don't, that things just don't last forever, but it doesn't mean that they weren't great. And it doesn't mean you aren't grateful for that time period, but it it also doesn't mean that, in my opinion, and this is my answer for the whole broad question of the whole thing, yeah. it doesn't mean that it wasn't the greatest uh, time. Maybe it was. 
but there's no way to look at where you are right now and go, well, I can't get better than this. Can it not? I'm sure maybe maybe this is the best or time. Or it won't get better than that. Yes. So you're even looking further. But I, I think I think ultimately when you get to the end of your life, whenever that is, uh, that's the only time you can truly look back and go, all right, well, let's look at all the time periods right. and let's see which ones were the greatest. And even that will seem so absurd because the fact that you even have great moments to choose from is why the whole thing was great when it was at the worst part of it. Well, that's the inverse that I was going to ask you. What about, I feel like it might be easier to say that was the worst time of my life and and clearly define that, I, that part. I think that's easier. That part was the worst time I think when it, when, it, when it is dark, but at the same time, I think also still right now, you and I could say what the worst time in our life was. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying for us to answer that, but we, we, I bet you we could sit here and go, let me think about it. Okay, it was this. Yep. And you go, that was the worst time of my life. In 10 years, you might be like, that was nothing. I because know. I've really had the, and I think it goes the same with the greatest time. There's or no in way, 10 years, you might go, you know what I've realized in the last 10 years? You know what came out of that time? You know what relationship I made? Or do you know what door exactly. opened up that I didn't realize even when I was reflecting years later? But now with a whole bunch of time, I'm like, yeah. oh, that kind of put me on a path. Yeah. Because I, I can think of a couple days that were some of the worst times in my life. You and I sitting here right now yeah. is a credit to what happened in those couple of days. And I, yeah. don't, I don't need to go into that. But but you can even out of that be like, man, that was the worst time. Yeah. But also, that put me here. It's like being in, in a very complex maze or a labyrinth, if you will. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? But if you're in like <laughs> – picture that you are in a maze. And oh, you're I just will. standing there. If you're sta- I will, you've I just will. you've just stepped into the maze. Okay, you're in the maze. Okay, you will get nowhere if you don't just start going and finding the wrong ways. You hit a dead end. Turn All around. that means is you got to turn back around. Mm-hmm. But maybe getting to the end of the maze is not the best part of the maze. Maybe in that maze you go down a road. You, you're like, ah, do I go right or left here? Well, going right is the only way you're going to see if what's down there and, w- and what turns there are. Right, and then going, le- but but also all all let let's say you you pick left over right and you go down there and you go. Well, maybe this road is all it's going to show me is that I made the right call and I should have gone right. Wrong. All it's going to do is present to you another. Do you want to go left or right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to forget the first one. I kind of really want. And you're do just going to keep. Right so that's why I brought this up. Dan and I are going to be at Mazerama tonight at 7 p.m. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> the most elaborate. I wasn't joking. This entire you made me letter. Do a maze. Morgan J is not a real person. This was all just a well, promo. We write them all anyway. It's a promo to get to Mazerama. Like dude, that was a 45 minute promo they just did to get to Mazerama. They could have just said Maze Aroma. That guy changes his review. When they got to the maze, I was like, you know what? I get it. I get it now. <laughs> Hashtag, I get it now. Um, I, I, I think... Did you see Hurt Locker? No. Really? What if I was anti-Hurt Locker and no one could understand why? I could understand, but uh, why? Why not? Why do you? I, you know, I just, I'm not going to watch Hurt Locker. I'm right. not going to sit here and watch fucking Hurt Locker, dude. Can I tell you <laughs> something about it? You can tell me everything about it. He, Jeremy Renner's character ends up. He comes. Oh, back. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
I'm thinking of Foot Locker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm thinking of Foot Locker. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm a more lids Dick's, guy. I'm more Dick's Sporting Goods for my tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, Jeremy Renner's character is, he, like, diffuses IEDs. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? UIDs? Into, uh, One of them is a thing a woman puts inside of her, the other And that's what he diffuses. And so, so that pregnancy can he, uh He comes back home and he's, like, living civilian life. And he just wants to get back into combat yes wants it and and it's like well wait is that the best time in your life do you know what i mean he's like this isn't good for me anymore yeah which is a whole other thing of like i don't know it's a maze man it's a maze dude here's the thing and i want to put it i want to because we're trying to figure out how to sum this up because it's it's hard to sum this up there's a lot here morgan and you need to think about that when you write us letters this is too much. I would have loved when he handed you that. You're like, you come. I'm working tonight. This is hot tub. Yeah. And you come to me and bring me this. That is my other life. And I just light his envelope on fire and I never read it. And he's just like, all right, dude, I'm I'm probably going to stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Guys, I'm probably going to stop supporting you. And I'm like, DM us this stuff, buddy. Or you mail it. And he goes, to what address? And I'm like, nine, No, you know seven, it. You're already, you're, this is a bit. Stop. I know you know it. I know you know it. 1600, no. 1700, yep. North Broadway, no, Boulevard, you, Burbank, Burbank. You know it. Burbank, Burbank. <laughs> it is Burbank, Burbank. All right, hold on. Hold on. What I do want to say, one, I, I can give you this. Okay, give it to me. I'm going to purchase on my iPad the first 15 lives of Harry August. I'm going to read it too. Because I'm greatly intrigued. I have too. Reminds me of um, Dark Matter, which is another book you should I, check out. I personally have, I love theorizing constantly when I'm in meditative mindset. Not that I sit and meditate, but when I'm on a flight or whatever, whenever it's time to go internal, oh, shit. I like theorizing, uh, well, what is this life? What is this existence? And I currently have been th- tinkering the idea of like, well, what if we do live our lives over and over again? I, I, I was thinking about trying to write into my act the idea that what if you live this exact life over and over and over again? Do you think, let's say this is the 10th time Daniel Van Kirk has lived this life. Do you think this time, this nope. tenth time, you are doing it better and and better and in a better way than you did the, the other nine time? times? There's no way for you to know. But do you think to motivate you to be a good person, to motivate you to do the right thing, to motivate you to be the best you can be? Do you believe that this time, this tenth time that you've lived this life, do you would you go? I would put this one up there as 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 maybe one of the better times I lived it. Only you can know. And you'll never know what you're comparing it to. Right. Which is, to me, I, I, it's very thought-provoking for me. But I can't believe we didn't even talk about It's a Wonderful Life. And we never will, because that's, our, that's been our motto. And it's in our manifesto for the we don't have, podcast. We have I one. wrote one that I haven't shared. Um, <laughs> looking at your life as early childhood, teenage years, middle age, twilight years, I think all that is, it's, it, it's the same as going, well, high school, fatherhood, peak of your career. I, I think a great way that I would recommend considering viewing your life is breaking it into those those sort of segments and then figuring out what in those segments makes that segment important to you and how do I work on that segment for instance career the the things I want to work on in my career to say this was the best time of my career and fatherhood and my marriage and my friendships all of those are wildly different Mm-hmm. Ge- genres of my life mm-hmm. that I have to decide what's important about them. And 
your opinion and what's important about them is changed by things that happen in the other genres. And trying to keep it all in balance is tough to do. But I think doing that and caring about what what in those segments of your life are important, that's how you get to the end of your life and you look back and you go, all of it was great because I paid attention to all of it. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, I listened. I just listened. All I did was listen. And that's what made me realize how to get to the end of that maze where David Bowie steals your child. <laughs> No one talks about that aspect of David. I'm the one who doesn't realize that was a movie. Anyways, I mean, everyone and he misses, got away with it. People miss David Bowie, but I'll tell you what—he fucking stole a child from a family. Well, he and reminded him of the babe. That, so you're supposed to ask me what babe? What babe? The babe with the power. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have held on to that for probably ten plus years mm-hmm. and waited for a podcast to ask you. What, That's all what, my babe? baby. Crying hard as See? babe. Could You're cry. celebrating his music. He stole a child, Daniel. What could I do? Anyways, folks, if you uh, need a suggestion, go to nottoolband.com and check out some upcoming dates for me, Nick Youssef, and Freddie Scott. If you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, why not throw on the four-episode docu-series Bobby for President and realize that our world and country would be wildly different had that man not been assassinated. This is going to be it for the Pin Pals. <laughs> I'm Rory Scovel. Sincerely, your Pin Pals, Rory Scovel. And Daniel Van Kirk. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.